Evan Jones with you here for another episode of the RPAC Rundown Podcast, and we've got a great show coming up. We will start with the RPAC Weekly Football Scoreboard. Also in the show, we will talk about the RPAC Rundown featured matchup from last week. As Dundee County Stratton beat Hitchcock 42 to nothing on the football field. And we will hear from head coach of the Tigers, Mike Spargo. We will also look at the girls' golf results from districts last week. And then we've got some comments from winning coaches from the RPAC Cross Country Meet. Madison Clough of Wallace as her girls' team took home the title. And Jennifer Capps of Bertrand Loomis as her boys' team won the event on the team side of things. Then we will hear from Kim Barnett, head coach of the Southwest Volleyball Team, as they prepare for the conference tournament this week going into next week. Finally in the show, we will have the Athletes of the Week brought to you by First Central Bank. As always, visit rpacrundown.com for anything you need RPAC related, like our weekly blogs. We have all the results from the past week there from girls golf, softball, volleyball, cross country, and football. You can find it all there. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll go through the RPAC Rundown Weekly Football Scoreboard, brought to you by MNB Realty. You're listening to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. Webb's Oil Field Service would like to wish area athletes the best of luck this season. They are an oil field service company serving southwest Nebraska and northwest Kansas with oil lease and drilling rig services. Webb's Oil Field Service, located in Cambridge. We are through week seven of the football season. Let's take a look at the football scoreboard brought to you by MNB Realty. The RPAC Rundown Weekly Football Scoreboard is brought to you by MNB Realty. MNB Realty is a full service real estate agency that specializes in residential, commercial, agriculture, farms, and ranches. Highline took down Alma 58-32. Arapahoe bounced back in a big way and won 54-8 over Southern Valley. Bertrand took down Maywood Hay Center 34-0. Cambridge beat Bayard in comeback fashion 36-34. Dundee County Stratton beat Hitchcock County 42-0. Perkins County took down Maxwell 44-38. Loomis beat Medicine Valley 54-12. Paxton took down Wallace 66-50. Southwest beat Brady 54-20. Arthur County took down Juanita Palisade 60-16. We'd like to thank our great sponsor for the weekly football scoreboard, MNB Realty. The RPAC Rundown Weekly Football Scoreboard is brought to you by MNB Realty. MNB Realty is a full-service real estate agency that specializes in residential, commercial, agriculture, farms, and ranches. We'll take a break, and when we come back, we will look at how the RPAC teams that had girls golfing in districts last week fare. You're listening to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. At Scouts Recreation, we believe in the value of recreation. We believe in having fun. We believe that the best memories are made while doing the things that you love with your favorite people. We have a variety of items from men's grooming products like Duke Cannon, golf equipment, camping goods, and our own apparel line. Check out the website, scoutsrecreation.com, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. RPAC golfers wrapped up their seasons this past week as they competed in the C5 District Meet in Ogallala and the C4 District Meet in Grand Island with GICC playing host. The C4 District Meet that was scheduled for Tuesday was moved to Wednesday due to the weather that was moving into the area. Cambridge was competing at this meet in Grand Island. 
For the Trojans, Emma Rasmussen shot a 113, and Malia Monter shot a 114. At the C5 district meet, it was Dundee County Stratton and Southwest. It was a sunny day, but very windy, which had a significant impact on all the golfers. Kennedy Bailey shot a 108 for Dundee County Stratton to wrap up a strong season, and Elizabeth Townsend led Southwest with a score of 115. We'll take a short break, and when we come back, we will visit about the RPAC Rundown featured matchup from last Friday between Dundee County Stratton and Hitchcock County on the Gridiron. You're listening to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. JBK Operating LLC is available for all of your oil field hot oiling, steaming, and well pumping needs. Contact J Webb at 308 340 0741 and see how JBK Operating LLC in Cambridge can help you. Good luck to the area athletes from JBK Operating LLC. The RPAC Rundown featured matchup on Friday evening. It was brisk in Trenton as the Hitchcock County Falcons played host to the number three rated Dundee County Stratton Tigers on homecoming night. It was a physical battle in which the Tigers came in and won big with the final score reading 42 to nothing behind a big game from Ethan Latta and the victory more than solidified DCS as the D28 district champs. In the first quarter, it was tough sledding for both teams. DCS was able to move the ball a little bit here and there, but every time they would get something going, the Falcons would get tough on defense. The Falcons appeared to have some momentum after a monster fumble recovery, but couldn't turn it into points. After the first quarter, the teams were tied up at 0-0. In the second quarter, DCS began to find some rhythm. About halfway through the second period, the Tigers got on the board on a one-yard touchdown run from Latta, and they led 6-0 with 6.09 to go in the first half. The Tigers then got a stop on defense and turned it into more points. With four minutes to go in the half, Latta sprinted in from 54 yards away, and the two-point conversion was good, and at halftime, DCS led 14 to nothing. The teams traded possessions before the end of the second quarter, and no points were scored. In the third quarter, the Tigers came out swinging. At the 9.52 mark in the third, Lane Brown found Brody Rogers on a nice 45-yard touchdown pass. The two-point conversion was good again, and the Tigers began to open things up, and they led 22 to nothing. The defense from the Tigers remained strong. The Falcons continued to try to loosen up that defense with the run game, but could not do so. DCS went into the final quarter, leading 22 to nothing. In the first few seconds of the fourth, Latta again found the end zone, this time from 11 yards out, and the lead ballooned to 30 to zero after the two-point conversion. Just over two minutes later, the Tigers again scored on a big play and it was the connection of Brown to Rogers from 45 yards away. The Tigers led 36 to nothing, with 9.23 remaining in the game. It was another 43-yard play a few minutes later from DCS as Latta scored on a long run to round out the scoring at 42 to nothing. The Tigers played an excellent game. Mike Spargo, head coach of the Tigers, shared his thoughts after the contest. All right, Coach, 42 nothing win here over Hitchcock County. Very physical game throughout, but just some initial thoughts after the victory. Uh, kind of an ugly game. Um, really need to clean up some of the penalties. And, I mean, the holding stuff, that, that's going to be there, but the procedural stuff, um, the not lining up correctly and, you know, put us behind the six. We'd get a good gain and, you know, gets called back because our receiver's not lined up on the ball properly. So um, organizational things like that. 
Um, we had an injury and lost a kid for the game. Um, and, you know, we got to do a better job. I got to do a better job as a coach having guys ready to, to play different positions when we need them. So um, something we'll look to clean up this week. Now on the defensive side, obviously, got to be happy about pitching a shutout. What did you see from your defensive side? They played fast. Um, you know, that we preach that to those guys all the time. And we try to prep them and, and get them disciplined in their, their keys and what they're reading with their eyes. And, and they did a great job. And um, I thought we tackled well. Um, you didn't see a lot of missed tackles, and when we got there, we, you know, like I said, our kids were physical and they, they were they were trying to hit, and so um, it is a physical group. They enjoy the contact aspect of the game, and, and they do a good job on defense. Another one of those games for Ethan Latta kind of does a little bit of everything. How have you seen him progress throughout the season, just continuing to get better on the field too? He can just do so much. Um, you know, it was nice when we were able to get Dante Horner kind of back in things and and move Ethan back out to the edge, and Dante got hurt and. and was out for the rest of the game today early on, and, and Ethan was able to move back to running back. But just he's so versatile. We can put him in the backfield at a wing and a receiver. Um, you know, and then he makes you look like a good coach when, when things go wrong or he just makes plays. So I can't say enough about the kid. The Falcons battled hard until the end, and this young group is only going to get better and better. Unofficially for Hitchcock County, they had 82 yards of total offense in the game. Carson Schuler had 32 yards rushing on nine carries, and Jackson Unrine had 24 yards on 15 carries. For DCS, they had 379 yards of offense, and again, Latta was fantastic. He had 193 yards rushing, four touchdowns in the game. Lane Brown was 10 for 17 passing with 157 yards and two scores. His go-to receiver was Brody Rogers as he snared six passes for 135 yards and a pair of touchdowns. Coverage of this RPAC rundown featured matchup was brought to you by Prairie Girl Candle Company, Trenton Agri Products, LLC, Tap Grain, LLC, Lakeside Sand and Gravel, LLC, First Central Bank, and Scouts Recreation. We'll take a break and then we'll visit about the RPAC cross-country invite. You're listening to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. Cambridge Supermarket is locally owned and operated. We offer fresh produce and quality cut meats, along with helpful employees that greet you with a smile and are there to help you find what you need. Cambridge Supermarket, fresh hometown values. Cross Diamond Cattle Company, located in Bertrand, is dedicated to raising top quality red Angus genetics and providing great customer service. Cross Diamond Cattle Company would like to wish area athletes the best of luck. Arapahoe Rehab and Fitness is locally owned and operated, here to serve Arapahoe and the surrounding area. We have a passion for our patients and our community. Gym memberships are available, $15 for individuals, $20 for families. This past week, it was the RPAC Cross Country Meet and Alma was the host. It was a great day for the meet, as it wasn't too hot out, but it wasn't too cold either. Both races came down to the final stretch, and there were great performances from a number of athletes. On the girls' side of things, Wallace came away with the team title with a perfect score of six. This is the Wildcats' fourth straight RPAC girls' title. Our Mackenzie Jones caught up with head coach of Wallace, Madison Clough. They, going into the meet, the girls' goal was to get a four-peat, so they really wanted to get the back-to-back-to-back-to-back, and they did. They delivered. They all ran super well. It was a really good day of running. Like Honestly, the weather couldn't have been more perfect, so couldn't have asked for better. Alma did really good at hosting the meet. Um, 
We got our perfect score of six, which was their main goal coming in. Uh, for the boys, Max got fourth, which was a lot better than he expected to do. He was only expecting top 15, so he really did really well. Uh, Micah came in, and he this is only like his fourth or fifth run of the season, so because he started the season a little late, so he did really well today too. Um, overall, I'm just really proud of all the kids, so I had a lot of fun today. I hope they did too. <laughs> And what are you looking forward to to districts coming up next um, week? For districts, our main goal is the girls, I think their biggest goal is to win. They, they're looking pretty well. It's going to be tough for sure. We have a very tough district, but as a team, that's they are tired of getting the runner-up in third, so they want to win this year. So that's our biggest goal. Uh, for boys, Max is looking pretty good to be placing, so we're hoping to take a good team to state. <laughs> On the boys' side, Bertrand Loomis won the title with a score of 18. McKenzie was able to visit with coach Jennifer Caps after their victory. Man, it was such a great day to run at RPAC today. The weather was perfect. Um, of course, it's an awesome course. Um, we were just really excited. Um, our girls have been battling some illness, um, but we managed to sneak Addie Hansen in there for a medal, which was awesome. We were super excited about that. Uh, and as far as the boys, I mean, coming away with a win at, at RPAC is, is always an awesome uh awesome thing um we knew it was going to be tough um but we knew we had a shot elma's got a great team and they were right in there too so it was really fun to be able to get um the finish was great between marcus and kale garrett from medicine valley man that was a great finish it was so much fun um you know and then to sneak in and, and get a couple other medalists in there too was pretty cool as far as um districts next week uh, we're just really excited. Um, you know, we we got our head in the game, and we're really focusing on next week. That's been our end goal for the entire season. And we know it's going to be tough. Um, we've got Axtell and Franklin, who have fantastic teams. Um, but it's going to be a, a tough, crazy race for third-place qualifier as a team. And we hope to be in the mix. To see the complete results from the conference meet, go to rpacrundown.com, and you can see it all there. We'll take a break, and then we will visit with Kim Barnett, head coach of the Southwest Volleyball Team. You're listening to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. Coffee, cappuccinos, and breakfast pizza. Just a few great things you can get at C-Plus and Bertrand on your way to work in the mornings. Store hours are 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. Sunday through Thursday, and 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday. Convenience Plus, a whole lot more, located in Bertrand. Here at Crabelli Physical Therapy in Cambridge, our approach and philosophy are simple. Caring physical therapy with exceptional results. You will be treated by our highly qualified caring team dedicated to improving your health and well-being. Good luck to our area athletes from Crabelli Physical Therapy. Now joining us on the RPAC Rundown podcast is Kim Barnett, head coach of the Southwest Volleyball Team. Kim, it's been a great season for you and the Rough Riders. At the time of this conversation, you're 22-2 and two on the year. There were some questions that needed to be answered for your team with graduation and such. How have you seen your team grow as the roles have elevated for some of the players on your team this year? Well, at the beginning of the season, we knew we were going to have to fill in um, some roles, Uh Biggest part of it was going to be the passing end of things. Um, the girls have done a great job working on uh, their passing skills, getting better each week, um, helping our setter out so that we can then hopefully get our offense going. So, um, you know, a, a testament to them working hard and trying to get better every week. And your setter, Bryn Lampy, she's had a great, great year last year. But then what have you seen her to maybe take some steps and get better this year as a setter? Well, um, this year it was mainly Bryn stepping into kind of a, more of a leadership role. 
Um, you know, she's our only senior this year, so she's um, kind of needed to step into that role. And she's done a good job of that, um, encouraging the girls as as we go along. And when, you know, it, things get tough out on the floor, she kind of gets the girls together and um, gets them back on track. And you have a trio of Nelms girls who have made a major impact attacking. Annika, Kyra, and Atley each have over 100 kills on the season. What kind of luxury is that to have a few players and kind of rely on to get you a point when you need one? Yeah, it's kind of nice. Uh, they bring a little bit of height with them, so that's always nice. Um, and then, of course, Atley, uh, she's kind of a tricky player. Uh, she likes to hit with both hands, so you never know which side you're supposed to block her on. Um, so, uh, she, uh, is a little bit tricky when that, you know, comes there. So it's always nice to have girls that can put the ball away. Now you have just a pair of losses as we highlighted one to Alliance, a class B school a few weeks back. And then on the 28th of September, you played Overton, one of the top teams in the state in class D two in a triangular and fell. What were you and the team able to learn about yourselves from that Overton match? Um, well, the Overton match, we knew that they were going to be set um, to play us because we had beaten them just a few days prior to that, and we were playing on their home court. So we knew coming in they were going to try and prove a point, um, and the girls, unfortunately, didn't push back when they came out on fire, and um, we learned, you know, when teams are going to do that, uh, we need to be able to push back just as well. Um, so, you know, a good learning experience for us, and hopefully uh, we grow from that. You've got the RPAC tournament coming up this week into next week. On the west side, Wallace looks like the favorite to come out on that side, but of course anything can happen. But on the east side, you've got Cambridge, Southern Valley, and of course your group top to bottom, though, in the conference. This has to be one of the deepest years in terms of talent. What kind of challenges does that present for your team during this tournament? You just don't know who you're going to get um, at, on any given night. Uh, all of the teams, I think, are capable of beating someone else. So you have to show up and play um, to your capabilities and, and not, you know, fold to any pressures or anything like that. So it just kind of will depend on night to night. And then, you know, just preparing wise, you you may not, you know, know which which team that you really need to kind of prepare for so it makes it difficult in that but also a good attestment to um our our uh, conference many thanks to kim barnett for taking the time to visit with us about the conference tournament and how her team has been doing this season we will have coverage from the conference tournament from this week to next week on social media our blog and also on the podcast next week after the tournament wraps up so stay tuned across our social media platforms we'll take a break and when we come back it'll be time to announce the rpac rundown athletes of the week brought to you by first central bank not every business is fortunate enough to serve the kind of people we do people who take the time to give us honest valuable feedback for the purpose of helping their business be its best people willing to hand over the reins to their financial future simply because they know we can be trusted. To you, our customers, thank you. Your unwavering support lets us confidently say First Central Bank is here to stay. First Central Bank, member FDIC. 
It's time to announce the Athletes of the Week, brought to you by First Central Bank. Let's plan for tomorrow together, First Central Bank member FDIC. Our Female Athlete of the Week goes to Taylee Becker of Southern Valley. She was named the champion of the Girls Cross Country Meet at Conference with a time of 21 minutes, 48.87 seconds. Our Male Athlete of the Week, well, there's two this week because there was a couple of awesome performances. First, Marcus Hernandez of Bertrand Loomis Cross Country. He was named the RPAC champion and ran a time of 17 minutes, 46.96 seconds. The other Male Athlete of the Week goes to Gunnar Foster of Paxton. He had 158 yards rushing and six touchdowns and also added 90 yards receiving and a touchdown in their victory over Wallace this week. Once again, the Athletes of the Week are brought to you by First Central Bank, member FDIC. We will be busy once again this week. District Cross Country, RPAC Volleyball gets rolling, and then we have a doubleheader on the football field for the RPAC Rundown featured matchups, as it's Wallace at Southwest at 2 p.m., and then Juanita Palisade plays Paxton at home at 7 p.m. on Friday. That will do it for this episode. As always, go to rpacrundown.com and follow us on social media for all of your RPAC needs. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Evan Jones.